Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Before we get to today's episode, I want you to know that we at Time of Grace have a ton of resources to help you in your walk of faith. From our TV program, to daily devotions, to our Grace Talks video devotions, to podcasts, to our blog, to books, to other books, to still more books, uh, whatever you're looking for and however you best learn, you can stay rooted in Jesus by taking time out for God's word every day. If you're interested, just go to timeofgrace.org to sign up for our daily email. Now, on to today's episode. How's your prayer life? Would you consider it to be dynamic or maybe a little bit boring? No matter where you're at, we all have room for improvement when it comes to prayer. And what a lot of people don't recognize or understand is that prayer is a conversation between us and God. Yes, it's us speaking, but it's also us hearing from God. And the way that God speaks to you and me is through the Bible, through his word. And, and embedded in the Bible, we have a, a model prayer that Jesus Christ gave us so that we can grow in our relationship with God. Now, it's found in two different places in the Bible, Luke chapter 11 and in Matthew chapter 6. And if you put those two prayers next to each other, you'll find out that there's some variation there. And what that tells us is that Jesus didn't necessarily mean for us to pray this word for word. He definitely did not want us to go through it repetitiously and mindlessly, but he gave it to us as a guide. And it begins here in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 this way. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. So what's amazing about this is that Jesus tells us that we get to call Almighty God our Father, that, that we get to speak to him in that way. And, and why is that? Because if, if we self-reflect, we recognize it's not because we're good or we're better than other people or somehow we paid our way into that um, opportunity. No, it's, it's because Jesus made sure that you and I would be adopted into God's family. He paid the ultimate price and not with cash, not with credit, not with cryptocurrency, but he paid with his holy, precious blood. And if you believe that, then you are in God's family and you get all the benefits of being a child of God. And that means you get direct access to God, our Father. Now, before I go any further, I want you to understand something, is that God, our Father, is different than our, our earthly dads. In this sense, you know, some people, they learn that God's their father and they kind of cringe at that because they have a bad dad. Not all dads are good. Some are abusive, whether it's the way they talk or the way they act. Uh, some just berate their children. Others are narcissistic. They're all about themselves and it's all about them. And if you see God that way, well, of course, you're not going to want to pray to him. And you'll assume that he doesn't want to spend any time with you, that when you have a burden, when you have a problem, that you can't, can't talk to God because he's say, I, I, leave me alone. Or if you mess up, you just feel like he's just going to point that judgmental finger at you and, and tell you to get away and, and he won't forgive you. And, and some people have even taken it to this step. They say, okay, fine, God is my, my good father, but why did he give me such a bad dad? And, and I get that question and, and I appreciate that question, but it, it's fundamentally flawed at, at its base because it's the idea that, that God should be a reflection of my earthly dad. Where there... The reality is, is that our earthly parents should be a reflection of our, our Heavenly Father. That, that God is the perfection of our imperfect parents. God is perfect in all of his ways. And that's why you can be confident that when you have a problem, when you have an anxiety, that you can go to God, your Father, and he wants to hear you. He wants to draw you close and, and surround you with love. That when you mess up, he's not going to point that judgmental finger, but he's, he's going to have those open arms and says, come to me and he will forgive you every single time. God, 
Almighty God, our, our Father, wants to grow in this relationship with you. And he wants to hear the good, he wants the bad, whether it's, it's small or big, he's there for you. Jesus in the Bible modeled for us how to speak to the Father. And it, early in the morning, he'd go and, and say, here's, here's what my day looks like, <laughs> please go with me. Late at night, after a long day of preaching and, and dealing with all kinds of problems, he'd go in and just unpack to the Heavenly Father and so that he could grow deeper in that relationship. And you have that opportunity too. And if prayer has been difficult for you, I just wanna give you some basic tips and tools. Um, I wanna encourage you to just two minutes a day, that's it, just two minutes a day, try praying to God. Again, it's this conversation. And so start by opening the Bible or, or opening your Bible app. And if you don't know where to go, I encourage you to go to Matthew. Matthew chapter one, read a couple verses, read a, read a paragraph, maybe read a chapter. Sit there and just meditate on that and think about what does this mean for me? What is God saying to me? And then I wanna give you this acronym. It's called PRAY, P-R-A-Y. P stands for praise, R stands for repent, A stands for ask, Y stands for yield. So you, you get done reading what you read in the Bible and you praise God for that and you thank him for everything that he's doing in your life. And then you repent. If there's an area where God reveals to you that you're sinning, you're messing up, you're falling short, you can tell God, I'm so sorry. And in that moment, know that he has forgiven you. And then you can ask. And a lot of people struggle with that. They say, well, I can't ask for myself. I can't pray for myself. Well, what does a kid do to their parent? They ask all the time. They say, mom, dad, can I have this? Can I go to this place? And, and they give those good gifts. God wants you to do the same. Ask for yourself and also for others and then yield. When you come to a yield sign, what do you do? You let the other person pass first. But when you yield to God, you say, your will be done, what you want for me. And so when you end that prayer, you can be confident that God may say yes at that moment and, and that's awesome. Or he may say, mm, not yet, because he knows that it's, it's not necessarily the, the best timing for you. Or he could downright say no. He says, uh, as my child, I know that this is actually not good for you. And when you say your will be done, you can be confident that that's okay. That's a good thing. So what we've learned is that we get to call God our, our Heavenly Father and, and we can ask him for good gifts. And so would you do that with me right now? Let's pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, what a blessing that we get to cry out to you and know that you hear us, you love us, and, and that you are for us and help us to grow in this relationship daily as we, we sit down and, and pray with you. We have that, that conversation, that back and forth, as we dig into your word and learn more about who you are and what you've come to do for us. It's in your name we pray, amen.